the Everyman Podcast. Podcast? Podcast? Hell yeah. <laughs> another week, <laughs> another pod, big dog. Hell yeah. Daryl Campbell, how are you, brother? Doing great, man. I always love to be on with my bro. You know it. Uh, amen. Another week, another pod. And I tell you what, if you can't tell, it's Friday. We're having a little, having a little Friday night uh, podcast edition here, the Everman Podcast. A lot of, Word. lot of things going on this week, and uh, you know, we're we're having fun. We're just, if you can't look, if you're not having fun, man, what are you doing, dude? What are you doing? What, what are, are you doing? If you're not having fun right now, go find fun. All right. And have it. Yeah. I know a lot of people are going to be listening to this over the weekend doing their doing their chores and driving around and stuff. So, like, I mean, just mm-hmm. drop the, you know, St. Patty's Day. Go do your thing. Let mm-hmm. me just say something real quick. I want to talk about St. Patrick's Day. Because a lot of people, a lot of my friends were like, hey, you want to go do this? You want to go do that? Oh, how come you're not wearing green? Yeah, where's Shamrock Shake? If you, if you are a regular listener of the Everman podcast, this will probably not surprise you. But I don't like to be told what to do. No, you do not. By anyone. And yeah. I don't like, I don't watch Game of Thrones. I didn't watch Game of Thrones because too many people were like, oh, this is awesome. And I'm like, well, nah, I'm not going to watch it just because you tell me to watch it. It becomes, it just becomes <laughs> right. like a, a, a sticking point for me. And like, I can remember in the first grade, some, a teacher giving me a hard time. Be like, oh, you got to wear green because the Eagles are playing. And I was like, well, I'm a Steelers fan, and they're like, well, you got to wear green or you're gonna lose ten points and all whatever. I was like, okay, I take the points, make it twenty. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and it was like the same thing with St. Patrick's Day. Like, oh, you, you get a bonus point for, it. and I'm like, I'm not wearing green. I'm one. I'm not Irish. Two. Yeah. I'm a little annoyed by the the societal pressure to wear green and pretend right. like I'm Irish. This whole right. everyone's I don't get it. And on top of it, it's not even like, oh, you got to think against Irish people. No. Guess what, Daryl? I identify as a human. An American human. Mm-hmm. I'm not like, I'm not an Italian American. I'm not an Irish American. I'm not a German American. I don't know what I am. And guess what? <laughs> Another thing I'll never do is give my DNA to uh, some big tech company for them to tell me yeah. that I'm 0.8%, you know, sub-Saharan or whatever. You know, How do you uh, feel about the pronoun war? Are you a he, him, her? I think everybody um, should do whatever you want to do. Um, whatever you want to do. <laughs> right. You know, whatever you want to do. You want to? I'll call you whatever. I'll, I'll call you daddy. You want me to call you daddy? I'll call you daddy. I don't care. My sure, my it's your prerogative, man. My philosophy is just leave me alone. Yeah, I'll leave you alone. Yeah. You leave me alone, and we'll just do that. Yeah, yeah. Like that's pretty much my my motto. Yeah. Just leave me yeah. alone. And uh, that in, that, and it's consistent. Like I can apply "leave me alone" to "leave me alone." I'm not wearing green on St. Patrick's Day. Leave me alone. Uh, I'm not paying for your shit. You know, all these well, things. That's my that's my that's my general philosophy. So I know a lot of people can relate to that. Um, Michael but, Jackson applied it, made a song, made millions. Just leave me alone, man. Rest in peace. That's it. The king of pop. That's it. The king of pop. There's, there's just, it's not, it's not my thing. And also it's like, I think it's weird to like celebrate. Oh, everybody. It's like, okay to go out and get hammered and acknowledge it. And then be like, yeah, let's get drunk in public and then drive home. <laughs> it's like, uh, like, I don't like going. It's the same reason I don't go out for New Year's. It's like, it's amateur hour. That's when every, I'm not, I'm yeah. not going to get, I'm not going to get hit by a car and die because some 
22 year old lightweight, you know, couldn't handle their shit. I just, it, I, right. you know, right. at this point in my life, it's, it's similar to like hot air balloons, Daryl. Yeah. Another thing you'll never see me in is a hot air balloon because I'm not Why? dying in a wicker basket. I survived too much <laughs> to die in a wicker basket. You're too cool to die in a wicker basket. Though. I don't need, it's not even a matter of it coolness. It's, it's yeah. just, I, it's not the way I want to go. You know, I'm not yeah. after doing all this, surviving all that terrible heart shit. You're not going to see me get taken out by a wicker basket or a bungee jump yeah. or even a, even yeah, a, yeah, the bungee jumper thing is just, you know, uh, mm. what do you call it? A skydive? Not for me. Those, you know, those things down at the Ill-advised. boardwalk, the Jersey shore, those, it's like the two big pillars and they take the ball and they launch you up in the air. Oh yeah. No way. No chance. No way. Yeah. I don't, all I, I, all I need is for my rubber band to snap and I go flying out into to, to space or something. I don't know? do any, any pier rides. No if it's a no. roller coaster on a wooden pier, no. Yeah. These are just rules yeah. I live by for safety. And everybody, I think you should, you know, you do your own thing. Yeah. But, you know, big party weekend, St. Patrick's Day. It's beautiful. It's like 80 degrees here today in the Philadelphia area. It's beautiful. Everything's out. I'm sure there's going to be a 15 additional homicides in, in, in Philadelphia just because of the warm weather. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's weird. If, if it get, gets warm, crime gets hot. I don't know. I don't yeah, know dude. what that is. Um and then you got you got all this this madness with the NFL. You know we got we mm-hmm. big we we talked about it. It's, it's ironic. It comes full circle in our little group text with Mark Holcomb. I said, right. you know, I'm glad Mitch Trubisky kind of stays in our little friend fan family here. Uh, he, you know, mm-hmm. he was a gift for the Bears, and then he was he went on to Buffalo and did looked like when he was in the preseason he looked like a stud. Didn't have to mm-hmm. do anything in the in the regular season. Now he's you know apparently. Look, let's just say number 10 is back in Pittsburgh. Haven't seen number mm-hmm. 10 at quarterback since uh, Cordell Stewart slash shout out to slash. Yeah. That would be a fun, that would be a fun pop. We got to put that out there in the world. Cordell Stewart. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's he doing these days? He can't be, he can't be too busy. Yeah. He's just hanging out in Pittsburgh. Um, yeah. Number 10 on the field. Number one in your hearts, Mitch Trubisky, Pittsburgh Steeler. He's definitely got a good Stealer name. Trubisky, Mitch got Trubisky. Got Steeler's chin. He does. Mitch yeah. Trubisky sounds like Mitch. Sounds like a good blue collar lunch pail kid. Lunch pail. Yeah. yeah, it's one of those. I love that and that 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 uh, <laughs> sports media trope. Yeah, you know, take your lunch pail to work, guy. It's like, come on. We oh get, yeah, everybody. Ironclad. Yeah, ironclad. Real spark plug for the offense. Um, mm-hmm. It is. It is interesting how every. I don't know if you've ever noticed this when you're watching the NFL, but when there's like a West Welker, let's say a West Welker type or a, right. or a Danny Amendola type, you guys know right. what I'm talking about. Yeah. They only Mighty use, mouse. they only use certain words to describe those players. Like he's a spark plug, a real fire starter. It's like, mm-hmm. he's scrappy. What yeah. you mean is he's an undersized white guy at the position. And he probably doesn't look like he belongs on the field. That's what you're trying to say, but you're, you're doing it nicely and saying he's, he's an athletic toddler. He's a, yeah, he's a very athletic spark plug fire starter. You know, Cole Beasley's one of those fire starters. And mm-hmm. uh, hey, man, shout out to Cole Beasley. He's a free agent. Who, yeah. knows, who knows where he's yeah, going to go? But uh, there's a lot of moving and shaking going around. Um, NFL, busy time of the year. And Dude. that is just the tip of the iceberg in terms of what's been going on. And, you know, I got some really big thing going on in my life right now um, mm-hmm. you know, for me and my wife. And it's finally time where I can talk about it. 
And, you know, it's kind of wild. And uh, I had to wait a little bit so I could personally speak to everybody in my life so that they knew what was going on. Because uh, I didn't want to mm-hmm. talk about it on the podcast. And then, like, you know, my aunt be like, hey, what the hell are you doing? So, as you know, I've mentioned a, a couple months ago, I was I went to Dallas. I, I survived the winter apocalypse. Um, and I was re- yeah, reporting live, uh, text vigil. And then I've been talking about how in a couple of weeks I'm going to uh, Dallas again to go to WrestleMania. And, Sand and pickle juice. And, uh, you know, my wife and I have made the decision to move to Texas. We kind of got there in a bunch of, bunch of different ways at the same time. Um, you know, I've grown up here on the East Coast in, in the Philadelphia mm-hmm. suburbs. My wife is from the Pocono, the Poconos, uh, which, you know, for those, you know, every man and every woman out there in the world, the Poconos, are, it's, it's a mountainous area, uh, kind of, you know, Pennsylvania up into New York and beautiful um, mountainous, you know, r- rural area. Mm-hmm. And when we got together, you know, uh, Sam came down here and it was a bit, bit of an adjustment. And she, one of the things that's been great about our relationship is she's opened my eyes to this other way of living, which is like, you don't have to be on top of uh, 15 targets to, to exist, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, as we've traveled and spent more time, uh, you know, where, where her family's from, I've started to kind of fall in love with, you know, shooting and, hiking and camping and things I just never did growing up in the suburbs. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we've started to kind of figure out like, what exactly do we, do we want to do with our lives? And around Christmas time, we kind of came to the conclusion that, you know, it's, we want to, we want to relocate, you know, we want to, we want to take a chance at living in a more, uh, I don't want to say slow pace that it's a bad thing, but just a little bit more laid back, a little bit more rural, you know, we want to have some land. We have some some aspirations to, to get a nice ranch type situation mm-hmm. going. And, you know, most importantly, we wanted to be in an area where we felt like there was opportunity for us, you know, financially, economically, um, you know, even spiritually, you know. Uh, yeah. And we felt like we needed to, to make a change to, to achieve that. And, you know, I pardon my uh, alarm there. You were one of the first people I told that we were considering that move, and it was a hard thing to do. It's a hard thing to do to say, "Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave, you know, my family and friends behind here, and we're gonna go do this 1,500 miles away." Mm-hmm. And it took it, it was hard to it was hard to tell people that that that's what we're doing. And you know, we talk all the time about opening yourself up to possibilities and, and opportunity and, and also like putting it out there and going mm-hmm. after it. You know and I'm, I know? It sounds like I'm being very vague and broad, but if you, you listen to this podcast on a weekly basis, you know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. And you know, I, I kept saying, I want to, I want to be where I feel like the opportunity is going to be. Now this isn't like a political uh, conversation, but anybody who's been paying attention uh, over what's been going on here in the United States the last couple of years, it's pretty clear that there's some areas that have chosen to handle the COVID situation one way. And then some other places have handled it by 
giving you no choice and locking you down and putting, putting rules and restrictions on you. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a pre nine 11 boy here. I remember Mm -hmm. going, you know, my dad going on a plane and then me going all the way up to the, to the window, him actually going on the plane, watching him get on the plane and seeing the plane leave. And then now you can't even get, you can't go past the fucking front door of an airport. Mm -hmm. Okay. And like, you look at that and you could say, Justin, you're being crazy. Like, well, what about nine 11? And so it's like, yeah, of course. But that happened one time. And then look what happened afterwards. We've never gotten those things back. And there's Mm -hmm. certain things now you can't, you can't do one guy gets a, almost gets a fake bomb on a plane in his shoe. And now I'm taking my shoes off and getting complete body scanned 22 years later. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's another, it's, they don't, they usually don't give you things back. So when we said, okay, we want to explore relocating. We want to go where the opportunity is. We want to go somewhere where they're going to treat us with the, uh, the grace of an adult. Meaning Mm -hmm. they're going to allow us to make our decisions that we think we need to make for our family and in our health and our well-being and all that stuff. So on top of that, it's I I lost my job during COVID and I don't want that to ever happen again. And it's one thing to to lose your job because of performance or downsizing or your something crazy. You can I can wrap Mm -hmm. my head around that. What I can't wrap my head around is ever losing my ability to earn or my wife to earn a living by somebody else's decision. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there's a couple places where that's not going to happen again. And of course, who knows? Who knows what can happen, right? So we, we, we said, we want to, we want to go and be where the opportunity is. And then as it turns out, you know, I get an opportunity, um, which I kind of got to be vague about, but uh, for a career opportunity for me that I, I wouldn't have here with my company. Mm-hmm. And it all kind of fell into place at the right, at, all at the right time. We were looking to go, we were willing to go, we had put it out there, and then, you know, right place, right time. Now, again, without being too specific, we talk all the time about preparing yourself for opportunity. And like how many... How many guests, whether it's guys that played in the league, musicians, artists, entertainers, all these people that we've had where, you know, they were preparing themselves and then when opportunity came, they were able to capitalize on it only because mm-hmm. they were putting themselves in a position to be successful. Have to. Have to. And that's that's that every man philosophy that we've been talking about here for three plus years. Which is, mm-hmm. you know, you handle your business, you be positive, you treat people well, and you put yourself out there and you put it out into the universe that you're looking for these things. Now, I'm not saying go put on your big board that you want a Lamborghini. I, I don't think that's not what I mean. I mean, yeah. if you're if if the thing that's on the front of your mind is opportunity, 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 and you start changing the lens that you're looking through, mm-hmm. all of a sudden things start to fall in place. Yeah. So but you got to put that shit into the atmosphere too, though. You, you have that. to. You did that. You put that in. You when you put positivity out in the universe, which is what we do on this podcast, week in and week out. This is a head down, sleeves up, work your work your butt off until you become kings and queens and stewards of your own destiny. That's what it is. 
That's what you do. That's what we, that's what we profess. And it's happening. It's made manifest by that. So, I mean, yeah, man, that's, that's, that's why you're going to Texas and you're going to rock out, even rock out there too. So. Absolutely. And, you know, just to quickly address a few things, I know what you're thinking. Like, Justin, is this, you're not breaking up with a, no, no, this podcast isn't stopping for anything. No. We haven't missed a week in three and a half. We've never missed an episode. Okay. And guess Mm -hmm. what? We won't until something, I don't know what it will take for us to actually miss an episode, (laughs) but it's not going to happen anytime soon. And, I'm in the, you know, this is an audio only episode, but if, if you could see the difference in, in my podcast space here, it's very barren. Things are coming down. Boxes yep. are getting filled up. You know, things are getting taken to the warehouse tomorrow and, you know, stuff's moving to Texas, you know, and it's, it's a really exciting time. It's a lot of work. It's kind of a crazy, I, you know, I've never been, a, my wife and I have never sold a home or gone through that process before. Mm-hmm. So we're learning about that and all the ins and outs and the little details. And then all of a sudden you're like, you know, those, those fucking, the, the nicks on the wall that you made when you carried your fucking drum set in three years <laughs> ago right. that you're like, ah, right. whatever. Now you're like, shit, how do I fix this? You know? So like, right, it's right, been right. fun. It's been fun for me. Like I got some, some new tools and I'm like learning how to do some shit and painting and fixing and doing a little spackle and, you know, reinstalling this whatever. And then, you know, it's a challenge. And then it's like, well, shit, we're going to, we're leaving our whole family and friends behind. And that's difficult. And like, you know, man, how connected I am to my, Mm -hmm. to my friends and my, and and they're like my family. They've become my extended family. And uh, my wife as well. She's this wonderful, huge family. That's, that's welcomed me in with open arms. It's the, the, the big family that I always wanted to be a part of. And now, you know, six, seven months after we're married, we're moving. And, yeah. you know, when we started to weigh the options out, it was like, I think the first time we really thought about it was when we were on our honeymoon and we were in the Keys. And when we were down yeah. there, because it was like, wow, they're just, they're just doing it down here. Like, yeah, some people are going to wear masks. Some people are going to get vaccinated. Some people are going to just take their shirts off and say, fuck it. Yeah. And that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Because I want yeah. there to be the happy medium of complete control and like, Hey, look, here's the, here's the resources. You, you're an adult. You make the right, right decision for yourself. It's and, options. Yeah. Options. And it was normal. And that was the beginning of like, man, maybe we could, maybe we could see ourselves living somewhere else. And then it was like, well, what would we want? Out of a, and it's like, well, I'll tell you what I don't want is income tax. I don't want to pay <laughs> any more income tax. Oh, wow. There's no income tax in Texas. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd like to have a little bit lower cost of living. Well, shit. Look at these houses you can get in Texas. Look mm-hmm. at all this land. And then I went out there again. And I'd been to Dallas before. And then I went out there for, for that trip in February. And it's like, wow. I had never been to another city with through the lens of like looking at it like this may be my new potential home for me and my family. Which is an right. interesting thing to be looking at, you know, like you're, you're traveling somewhere to live there and, uh, just being amazed at how open and clean and how friendly people are. And like I said, it's a slower pace of life. Not so, not so antsy in the pantsy like I am here in, in the Northeast and, uh, just little, little things here and there. And, um, you know, we made the decision pretty quickly. Like, yeah, we're hundred percent. We're doing this. And, uh, here we are 
couple weeks out, um, our house is going up on the market. It's it's a it's mm-hmm. it's listed. The pictures are done. The signs out front. Um, I'm not gonna tell everyone in the world where I live, but uh, who knows? How weird would it be? Somebody comes in to our home. I said they'll be like, "Oh my god, I recognize that podcasting stu- studio." Yeah, yeah. I see the title. That's got to be Brother Jay. Wouldn't that be some shit? But who knows? I don't Wouldn't know. It? You yeah. never know. You never know. They become so, guests on the pod. That's right. Become guests on the pod. So the next couple weeks are going to be, um, you know, we're going to be talking about this because one of the things I love about doing this show with you, Daryl, is not only the connections we make and the and the conversations that just you and I have, but the, uh, with our guests and the friendships we've been able to make. Mm-hmm. But I love the fact that this podcast has kind of become like a life journal for the two of us where like yeah. we can look back. I mean, who else has that just yeah. a full audio history of everything they were thinking about, you know, an hour plus at a time once a week, you know, through all of the things that we've experienced here in the last mm-hmm. and like to think at episode one, I, I couldn't I, if you would have said, OK, brother Jay, you're moving to Texas by episode 170. I would say we did 170 episodes, you know, right. that would be my yeah. first thing that would surprise yeah. me. Um, but then just like I ne- I've always lived here. I love the town that I grew up in, that I've grown up in and we live in. And I always thought I would stay in this kind of Northeast. I feel like a real Northeastern guy. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I always feel like I'm a little too, I don't want to say aggressive, but I've got that East Coast dude thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm going to go be a Texan. And, and I'll tell yeah. you what, you know me, Daryl. I, I pick things up quickly. And yes, I'm, you do. I'm, pretty sure, yes, you do. I'm pretty sure that I'm going to be full-blown Texan by the end of the summer. Probably you know, more than likely. Big hat, big belt buckle, cowboy boots. We're lifting the Jeep. I'm telling you, the whole thing. I'm yep. going in. And yep. and I I'm using this opportunity to like recenter the priorities in my life with like how I'm what what is it that I want to uh, accomplish with my time here. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's you know, starting a family, making the Get babies. Babies. You know? The babies. But <laughs> I you know, it started when I got into the barbecuing and the smoking, and then I started getting bigger cuts of meat and then starting mm-hmm. to kind of lightly butcher things. And I was like, it's funny when you, I just realized this, usually 99% of the time when you use the term butcher, you're talking about how you do something terrible, like right. you're mangling something. But in this context, right. when I say light butchering, I mean the process of separating cuts of meat in a, mm-hmm. in a professional manner, which is... So I don't mean in a bad way. Transcendent. Right. Once I started handling big cuts of meat, and I was like, this isn't that weird. I'm skinning. Yeah. I'm taking all the skin off this quarter hog. Like, I get it. You know, it's an animal, whatever. And I realized, you know, like, I'm not going to stop eating meat, but I would love to be able to know that my meat comes from a more humane source and to be responsible. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to if I'm gonna put this in my body... I should, if I have the ability and the means, I should be responsible for harvesting it. Mm-hmm. Because, like, who am I to just sit back and criticize how, the condition of animals if I'm just going to continue to fucking buy a pack of chicken or pork chops or whatever at the store, knowing mm-hmm. knowing the horrible conditions there? And it's like, again, to, to everybody, to each their own. And I'm no pita person or a vegan by any means, but I I do, you know animal cruelty is a concern 
for me. It's something that I consider. So I was yeah. thinking, you know, like, well, this is what a perfect opportunity for me to go to a place where not only is there an unbelievable amount of wildlife, but like hunting is a, I mean, in rural parts of Pennsylvania, hunting is a, is a mainstream culturally accepted thing, but like there's no, there's no criticism for you wanting to go harvest a deer during deer mm -hmm. season in Texas. Like deer season in Texas is, it's like a, it's like a holiday and yeah. the first day of deer season. And it's, it's celebrated and it's respected and it's, it's valued. More importantly, it's, it's a skill that's valued. And like all yeah, of these skills, keyword skill. Yeah. All of these things that have, that have, we've all experienced together over these last couple years leads you to say like, I need more skills. I need mm -hmm. to know how to do these things. I'm going to, I'm going to make hunting a big part of how, you know, I want my goal, you know, within maybe a year is I'd love to be able to provide a hundred percent of the, of the protein that, that we eat in my household. I want to provide that by hunting it and harvesting it in a humane manner and know that, it's, you know, I'm willing to get my hands dirty and I'm going to respect this animal. And I also yeah. am going to be able to, to feed my family healthy stuff without all this right. crazy steroids and shit that they put in these, in these animals, you know, mm -hmm. um, being able to camp, you know, being able to hike more, just being able to travel in a whole new part of the world. Like you're 10 hours from the grand Canyon, 15 hours South of Yellowstone. Like there's a lot of amazing stuff going on out there mm -hmm. uh, natural beauty wise that that we're really excited about so you know this is going to be a cool kind of diary in a sense of like this journey of of not only just making the trip out there but all the ups and downs of of moving and that the, the i'm, I'm going to be full of uh of of observations yeah, stories yeah stories out of the out of the yin yang and then not only that but you know talking about the podcast when we started this we had to do it in person every week then technology mm -hmm. got a little better and then zoom became a thing. And you and I figured out out of necessity how to do this remotely. And mm -hmm. then we've done it successfully longer remotely than we did in person. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. there's no reason that the podcast won't continue at the same Absolutely. rate it's going. And Absolutely. not only that's going to open up a whole new avenue of, of, of guests that, that we'll be able to have on and, and topics that we can cover. Um, yeah. And just new, fresh experiences. So, you know. Well, I personally don't think that Texas is ready for you. Oh. And I say this because if they know what they're going to get in you, Brother Jay, you, first off, your network is about to freaking explode. Oh, it's. It's, it's going to just the vigil, explode, man. The Vigil Network of Associates is going to, it's going to absolutely pop. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. The VNOA is, it's, it's going west. Vinoa. That's right. Yeah, I'd be like, a, I'd like to think like, I'm, uh, any state, if there's any other states that want to make any counter offers to get us to, to relocate there, we'll, we'll, we'll mm -hmm. listen. But Texas <laughs> has our heart. And like, dude, I fucking love barbecue. Okay? Yeah, dude. I love it. I learned that I love to barbecue shit and I know how to do it and I smoke stuff and I love burning wood and I love big ass pieces of meat and you know what mm -hmm. there's not anywhere better in the country to go for big ass meat than texas and i'll tell you texas. what let me just throw a little statistic out for you the number one population of cattle 
in the country, in the United States, is Texas. The number mm-hmm. two is Oklahoma. And the, dist- the difference between number one and number two is something like eight and a half million cows. Ooh. Ooh. So, like, there's going to be plenty of beef for your boy. I'm going to be yeah. smoking shit like you wouldn't believe. So, yeah. you know, if if you you enjoy that, it's a good place to go. Um, and just the, the it's cr- it's crazy how big it is. You know, like I've grown up in this area where it's like two hour drive to D.C., two hour drive to mm-hmm. Baltimore, up to New York City. Like I've been in this golden triangle of proximity to great culture. And then now it's going to be like, dude, Texas is so fucking big. It's hard yeah, to dude. comprehend. Like there's no everything's a 20 minute drive and it's not 20 mm-hmm. minutes cause you're in the middle of nowhere. It's just the t- state's huge. So, you know, there's a lot of, there's, there's a lot of adjustments and look, man, I'm excited for a little road trip out there. It's going to be a good time. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You know, we're mm-hmm. going to be, we're going to be going down, stopping in Nashville, seeing some friends there and Sweet. making our way, making our way to the Dallas area. So that's the big scoop. Brother Jay. Loving it. And his lovely wife. Are moving to Texas, to Texas, bro, and we'll be there. Texas. We're going to be there uh, by the first week of June. Mm-hmm. Um, probably we're looking at the Fort Worth area. I think that's where we're going to end up landing. Uh, nice. It could end up being the Dallas suburban area. Uh, so you know, every man and every woman, you listen to this podcast here in the Dallas Fort Worth metroplex area. Hit us up. Hit me up with some yeah. some recommendations. Yeah. Tell me what we should check out. Uh, because we're we're coming to the to the great state of Texas, uh, the Republic of Texas, and uh, I hope I hope we're there Love for a it. long time. You will be, yeah. Until so. you move on to bigger and better things. Maybe I'll just keep going west. <laughs> yeah. The further west you go, you just keep getting more and more land. Maybe I, maybe someday I could buy Steven Seagal's house in Arizona. Or or you know we catch a ride with uh, Dylan Dickstein and. You know, take it to Mars or something, you know? Why not? Who knows? Why not? You Why know, not? maybe maybe I just need a whole other planet to yeah. to inspire. Yeah. Who knows? But, you know, it's been a it's been a crazy ride to get to this point. And mm-hmm. it's also been it's stressful. There's a lot goes into boxing up your entire life. And I I'm look, I don't wanna say I'm a hoarder, but like I hold on to shit. And I've got like <laughs> an unbelievable amount of t-shirts that I've got to go through. And like, I'm following this rule. Like I'm pulling, wow. paper, I'm pulling paperwork out. Like if what I had to shoes though, you, you got a ton of shoes too. I actually, if I'll show you here, you obviously listen to, it, you can't see it. I emptied out and boxed up pretty much all my high end shoes because like, I didn't want those sitting around when people are coming looking right. at the house. And then that's the weird thing about selling your house is like, you got to let people come in here, you know? Yeah. And it's yeah. weird. Like, yeah. there's going to be people in that. But luckily, you know, we got a great realtor. It's, we're going to have cameras and everything. I'm not worried about losing anything. Um, right. But I didn't want, like, you know, I know all, all my Yeezys and my Air Forces sitting out, uh, yeah. you know, and then somebody sees it, and then maybe they come back and try to steal. I don't know. You never know what yeah. you're going to get. You just yeah. got to be careful. But, yeah, man, I, I'm, like, down to, like, three pairs of shoes right now. Um, nice. One of them are, is my USA Crocs. So okay. those those are definitely coming to Texas. But Absolutely. yeah, man, everything's you know my my studio here is you can when I'm in the room and I'm talking, it's so much. There's so much echo because the wood floor and the empty walls and yeah, drums are gone and 
my other computer's gone and you know, it's all, it's all getting packed up. So, yeah. you know, in the next couple of weeks, it'll be, uh, getting sorted. Yeah. And then, then, you know, the, one of the last things that's going to be taken out of this house is going to be this podcast station because, you know, we got to go all the way through brother. All the way through. All the way through. And I'll be podding from the road. We're, there's going to be one pod where I'm probably going to have to record it from Nashville while I'm or mid-travel. Yes. And I'm telling you, that'll be a good time. Uh, yes. Caravan, the vigil caravan heads west. And, uh, nice. you know, this podcast has been a, a big part of this discovery of what we wanted. You know, learn, learning learning from people that have come on the podcast and, and telling us about different different ways of living and, and it's really been a part of this inspiration. So I'll tell you what, man, I'm pumped. My wife is yeah. pumped. My, my family is I'm excited. Pumped. My family's they're, everybody's sad that we're leaving, but they're they're happy that we have this incredible opportunity not only mm-hmm. to, to relocate to it to a and, and, and look, I it's not about I'm not like a material person where like my I have to have this type of home or I've got to have a five car garage. It's not about that at all. It's just the fact that we've put ourselves in a position where now we can, we can comfortably live a certain way, which Mm -hmm. I didn't think we, I, you know, that's beyond my, my, I don't want to say my imagination, but I never really thought about that, you know? Yeah. And some of the, the, the the level of, uh, you know, the quality of, of, of home and size and all this stuff. And, being in a, being able to put put us ourselves in a great neighborhood and being able to pick like where's the best school where can we you know where's the where's the school district that has the 25,000 seat high school football stadium like you know let's go there and uh see how that works out for for our children um hell yeah i mean dude can you imagine a couple years i get myself a little bruiser you know yeah, dude. little little tank cougar vigil and like yeah, he's, dude. you know, he's just like Texas football ready to roll, and then it's like Uncle, yeah, Uncle DC's got the hookup. Like, hey oh, man, you know. like yeah, go, you know, go. We're gonna. It's like before you know, we got ourselves a, a little. Yeah, dude, you you you're gonna have him uh, dropping wrist locks on you know people when he's like five. It's gonna be great. I think I might. I think that might actually be the play is just to start start your, like a son at, in jujitsu like immediately, mm-hmm. and just train him to be my little lethal bodyguard. You know what yeah. I mean? And so by the time yeah. he's 18, he's just fighting all my battles for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. He's just like a young Steven Seagal. Oh, hell yeah. Love it. But who knows? Mark for death. Yeah. I want, I, want my, Cougar vigil. I want my son Cougar to be, you know, basically marked for death Steven Seagal. That's what I'm looking for. That's it. That's it. That's Great nickname. For. Cougs. Cougar. Get him, Cougs. Yeah, I told, I told my wife, I said, look, you, you pick out the first name, I get the middle name. Middle name's either going to be Dragon or Cougar or Tank. She's like, that's no, he's going to want to go by that. I'm like, of course. J Cougar. <laughs> Imagine how sick that'd be like, like B Cougar Vigil or like T yeah, Cougar Vigil. Like, the, the, come on. It's going yeah. to be great. Over. Cougs. Cougs is going to be great. It's going to be a great kid. But oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, next oh, yeah. couple of weeks are going to be fun, going to be busy, going to be stressful. And uh, I'm looking forward to sharing it, you know, with the every man and the every woman. And um, I mean, this, the, the next, we got a, a guest coming up. Um, that I haven't even fully explained it to you, Daryl, but it's, it's got some fun stuff going and um, mm-hmm. lighthearted and uh, just absolutely, absolutely uh, silly. So that'll be coming up here in the next couple of weeks. And and like I said, you know, they're not we're not going to skip a beat. Going to keep going on the mm-hmm. road, off the road. Doesn't matter. Every man, every way, every day, every pod. Come on, that's what we do. 
Hell yeah, bro. So that's what we do. I hope everybody has a great weekend and uh, they enjoy this this beautiful weather that we that we are experiencing here. I hope everybody's getting a little bit of the a little bit of taste of the good life just to see what it tastes like. And uh, tastes like uh, we'll catch you. We'll catch you soon. Peace. Later.